Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We are Paris, Alana, and Rusty. Friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. This is Rusty, and today we are doing the much-anticipated, the long-awaited, and the multiply, multiply, multiplied, attempted, however you want to say it, because we have tried this episode, guys, so many times it's not even funny. (laughs) So we are doing it today, the birth control episode, the understanding your fertility episode. Um, And I just want to preface this with... Thanking you guys. You guys reach out to us and you are so hungry for information and wisdom regarding your fertility and understanding how to pursue healthy birth control options for your body. And so today, this episode, this is it. And what we are going to be doing is mainly focusing on the method that we encourage 99% of the time, and that is the FAM fertility awareness method, or what we call NFP, natural family planning. And essentially what that means, guys, is that you are going to be able to take charge of understanding how your body works, your fertility, and also do it without introducing synthetic hormonal uh, birth control options into your body. So without further ado, let's get started. And I want to applaud you guys because... You guys are super hungry for this information. And I want to also say, if you are a person out there who has maybe a medical condition like PCOS, endometriosis, and right now you are on hormonal birth control, maybe you have tried other things and it didn't work for you. And so you finally just bit the bullet. You got on hormonal birth control and it's helping you guys. And guys, that is oh. Okay, all right. This episode, this podcast, we are not about shaming you guys. You will not find a scripture in the Word of God that says if you take hormonal birth control or if you try to prevent a pregnancy or if you take medication because your body has issues that deal with pain and uh, inflammation and cysts and heavy bleeding and you have tried things and the only thing that worked for you is this synthetic hormonal birth control. Guys, there's nowhere in the Bible that says that you are in the wrong, you're going to hell, nothing like that. So (laughs) I want to say if that's working for you, great. And that's fine. Then maybe you don't need to listen to this episode. We still want you here and I want to also say that if you are that person and if you are maybe to a point where you're like, hey, okay, I've done this for a while. My body's kind of had a break. I would like to pursue other options again and see if I can get to a point where I'm not on this synthetic hormonal birth control and explore to see if maybe a natural option will work for me now. I want to encourage you guys to reach out to Paris um, her Instagram, guys, her personal Instagram is the words all together spelled out. She's wild and well. And she 
would love to help you guys. She personally has walked through healing her body from endometriosis, um, heavy bleeding. She had horrible, horrible cycles, you guys. Um, They told her that she would uh, deal with infertility all of her life. She now has two beautiful baby girls, guys, and she has restored her body um, through natural means, things that medical doctors told her she could never hope to even obtain and she's done it and that was by the grace of god and she would love to share with you guys what worked with her and for her body if you guys want to pursue that but charging forward here going into our natural family planning episode and we are going to talk about how to take notice of things that happen in your body how to chart your basal body temperature and journal that and also some things like some apps that you can use, download um, other resources that you can use that will get you the information you need and well on your way to taking charge of this and being comfortable so that you do not have the worry of, oh my goodness, we're on our honeymoon. What if we get pregnant? You guys, we want you to go on your honeymoon and not have a fear of pregnancy hovering over you and distracting you from the fact that you finally get to be intimate with your spouse. You get to enjoy these things. You don't need another thing floating around in your mind and putting stress on you that day. Am I right? <laughs> okay. So um, basically, if we are pursuing this NFP, natural family planning, what you're going to do is you are going to get a basal body thermometer, which is essentially a temperature, like a thermometer that you would take your temperature with. If you have a fever, most of those will work just fine. It has to go to the hundredth degree or more. Okay. So that is a specific thing that you guys um, need to pay attention to. Um, And what you're going to do with this, you're going to take your temperature every morning, first thing in the morning. So this means before you jump out of bed and stretch, before you jump out of bed and you go pee, (laughs) You guys are going to have this basal body thermometer sitting on your nightstand next to your bed. You're going to reach over whenever you wake up in the morning and you're going to pop that sucker under your tongue. Try to maintain the same spot every day. So if you just naturally pop your thermometer in your mouth under your tongue on the right side, try to keep that consistent, okay? That will give you the easiest to read and easiest to follow consistent results. You're going to take your temperature. You can do orally. You can even do vaginally. And we will um, talk about further resources that you guys can take if you want to pursue that route. But orally works just fine. All right, guys. So you are going to pop it in your mouth, take your temperature, and you're going to write down that temperature. You're going to track it. Um, You can do this either through apps or you can just write it down in a journal, in a notebook that you have next to your bed. So apps that we suggest that are out there that can help you track these things, um, the Daisy Tracker, Natural Cycles, they have an app, they will actually supply you with a basal body thermometer as well. And you buy like a subscription to their app and they're great guys. We highly recommend them. Um, you can also use like the Ava bracelet, the aura ring. Okay. So there's lots of things out there. You can even, even on just most, uh, cycle tracking apps that you guys might just be tracking your monthly cycle. They will have little sections that you can chart your temperature or make a note and you can just keep track of it there if you want to. It's not that bad. It's not that difficult, not that overwhelming. Okay. So you're going to take your temperature, you're going to write it down, right? easy peasy. So 
here's what you're going to be paying attention to and watching out for. When you ovulate, meaning when your body is releasing an egg and it will travel through your fallopian tubes, it will come down into your uterus, and if it has been fertilized, then it will implant in your uterus. All right, ladies? Easy enough to to grasp, right? So when your body sends the signal that, oh, we've just released an egg, what's going to happen is your body is going to drop. Your body temperature is going to drop. You are in your follicular phase of your cycle. So this is just before you ovulate. And then the day that ovulation occurs, your temple drop, and then it will follow be followed with a half a degree, so 0.5 of a degree temperature spike the next day. So what we're saying is if you get up every morning, before you stretch, before you hop out of bed to go to the bathroom, you grab your thermometer, you take your temperature, say it's 98.3. Next day, grab your temperature or grab your thermometer, take your temperature. It's 98.2. Next day, 98.1. All right, you're getting kind of like your baseline, right? It's getting pretty easy to see. You're hovering in this general area. And then one day you grab it, you take your temperature and boom, it's 99. And you're like, oh, ding, ding, ding. What's going on? You guys are ovulating. All right. So this means that you are fertile and conception is possible or quite likely, barring any, you know, outside if you have any undiagnosed uh, fertility issues or anything like that. So we're just referencing a normal, typical, healthy body, healthy cycle, etc. So you get that temperature spike and that means, okay, I'm ovulating, right? What you're also going to do And this is a way that I personally have tracked my fertility throughout the years because I think once or twice I actually monitored with a basal body thermometer and that was great. I did that specifically whenever I was trying to get pregnant with Abby because we have, well, now we have six boys, but at the time we had five boys and no girls and I really wanted a girl. And um, I had read up on studied on your fertility and when you're more likely to conceive a girl and things like that. That's a whole different episode. We're not even going (laughs) to... We're not going to keep going there. However, um, I was tracking my temperature. Other than that, I always check my cervical mucus. So you will notice that you have your cycle. That's day one of your cycle. Whenever you start bleeding, that's day one of your cycle. Um, Your cycle finishes, and then you notice that you go from maybe being drier to you start having this like creamier, thicker discharge and then you it starts getting opaque, and then you notice it turns into like this slippery white, almost like egg white consistency. And whenever you hit that point where your cervical mucus is changing from that thicker consistency over to the egg white watery consistency, that means that you are prime time for conception, okay? So as you are watching, as you track your your cycles, maybe one or two months, you'll notice, okay, I stop bleeding. I stop my cycle. I'm dry for two to three days. And then my cervical mucus starts amping back up. It's a little bit more white, um, not really watery. But then on like day 15 of my cycle, I notice it starts getting really watery, really thin, really stretchy then you guys, what you're doing is you're doing the natural family planning method. You have 
been able to pinpoint via a, watching your cervical mucus what day you are fertile, what days you are fertile. So whenever it gets to that point where it is stretchy, thin, watery, that means that you are ovulating, your body is primed and ready for conception because you guys, God made our bodies so beautifully. And the reason why our cervical mucus changes is because it allows for our husband's sperm to swim up and get up into our uterus to fertilize the egg that has been released that is traveling through. And if that, if the timing happens properly where the sperm can meet that egg, then it can attach inside our uterus and get comfy and develop into a baby and grow there for nine months. And then you guys are blessed with the baby. (laughs) But if that's what you are wanting to avoid. So see, this episode can help you if you're trying to understand so that you can plan your conception in the future. Or if you just want to uh, avoid that, either one, this will help you understand that. And so if you're tracking your cervical mucus and you'll notice, okay, so on, you know, days 15 through 18 or 14 through 16 of my cycle, I've got an increase in cervical mucus. It is thinner. It is waterier. It is stretchy. If you guys were to take some of that cervical mucus and it's not gross, it is healthy, it is normal, you guys. And if you were to put it between like your thumb and your two fingers, and if you were to stretch And if that cervical mucus can stretch like two inches or more, then you are fertile and prime for conception. So some methods that you can incorporate during those days that you want to abstain from either, you can either abstain from sex, you can use the pull-out method, you can use non-toxic condoms. We love Glide condoms. We have those linked on our Instagram and we have a code for you guys. Um, They are organic and sustainably sourced and ethically. I mean, they are wonderful guys. They are the best condoms that we have found out there. The only ones that we have been able to read what they're about, what their ingredients are and get behind and say, okay, yes, we can suggest these to our community because we don't want you guys putting dangerous things inside your body. Um, And you can also just during this time, you can use alternative methods of lovemaking. If you, you know, want to avoid penetrative sex, then you can abstain. You can do other things. You can be intimate in other ways, right? Okay. So you're charting your cycle. You've had your menstrual cycle. You've pinpointed that, you know, around these days each month is whenever things start changing. Your body temperature takes that jump. Your cervical mucus changes. And that's whenever you are in your ovulatory phase. And I want you guys to remember, sperm can live viably for two to five days within your body. And so this means that you need to be conscious of where you are at in your cycle and plan accordingly. So if you're on day 12 and you know that you ovulate around day 14, guys, if you have unprotected sex, sperm can live within you for two to five days. So you are still going to be where you could conceive if you are not putting other uh, safe sex practices into play here. Okay. So is this starting to make sense? We're, we're starting to kind of get a hang on this teaching and, and how our bodies work. And so you are technically 
fertile or need to be very conscious of when you are fertile, your fertile days where you could possibly conceive anywhere from four to seven days within your cycle. Now, in the grand scheme of things, that's not that much. I don't know about you guys, but I know whenever I first got married and I was clueless, I had no idea. I had only ever heard that if you have unprotected sex, you're probably going to get pregnant. (laughs) And the fact of the matter is, is that you have to have the proper timing, the proper circumstances. You have to be ovulating or close to ovulating for that to even be possible, right? So it's not something to be feared. This whole episode is focused on the fact that we don't want you to be afraid. We don't need another stressor hanging over our heads. It's not something to be fearful of. You just need to educate yourself. So we're going to be conscious of where we are within our cycle. So a good rule of thumb is that we don't want any sperm in the vagina five days prior to ovulation and for one to two days afterwards because that egg can still be hanging out. And so if you get that sperm up there and if it just happens to catch that egg at the right time, even after you've ovulated for one to two days after you ovulate, it can still catch and grab hold, okay? So those are the days that you want to, you know, use a condom, pull out, or abstain and just be intimate in other ways. That is our recommendation for uh, how to avoid a pregnancy if you're not ready, if you're not to that point within your marriage, if you're not trying for that, um, this is the way to do it. And so your cycle anywhere from 24 to 35 days is a typical healthy cycle for a woman. You bleed for the first portion, you then go into your ovulatory phase. And then after that, you're just kind of hanging out. You're all right. You're just waiting for the next or phase of your cycle to come into play. And you guys are good to go then after that too. So one to two days after you ovulate, you know that you've ovulated, you see your temperature come back down to that normal rate. And you see that your temperature's hovering back around, you know, if you were at that 98.1, 98.2, you know, framework, then you're back in that phase. So, you know, okay, I'm done ovulating. So we're good to go. And easy peasy. I know it can seem really overwhelming. It can seem daunting. There's so much, it feels like there's so much, and there was a lot of information. So if you need to re-listen to this episode, grab a notebook, grab a pen and paper, and write down these things and get in your apps. Maybe you've already been tracking your cycle via your app because a lot of women are like, they want to know, hey, am I going to be on my period during my honeymoon and things like that? So maybe you can already see. Um, and a lot, of, um, a lot of apps will have days where they say, hey, you might be fertile this day. You might be ovulating this day. So you can kind of start checking and going alongside and see if your notes coincide with this. And some women are different, guys. Some women will ovulate on day 10 of their cycle. Some women won't ovulate till day 20. Everybody is different. So that is why we want to give you this information because the general rule of thumb is that if you have a 28 to 30 day cycle, you'll probably ovulate around day 14, but that is not a one size fits all 
situation. This is not that kind of an ordeal. Every woman's body is different. And maybe if you have that longer cycle, maybe you have a later ovulation or a quicker ovulation if you have a shorter cycle. So we want to get this information to you guys. And I want to end with this. And that is one of the reasons why this is such a conflicting ordeal, why there's so much information out there. You see people who are so against birth control. And that is because many forms of hormonal birth control are actually what you call abortifacients, which is a big fancy term that means that the basis of what they do within your body is that they keep your uterine lining really thin. And that's because if you are going through a normal cycle, if you are not on any of these hormonal birth controls, whenever you ovulate, your body builds up this nice, thick, rich uterine lining so that if you have an egg that gets fertilized as it's traveling through your uterus, your uterus is like this big, soft, cushy bed that will catch that embryo that has been made and it can snuggle in and your body grabs hold of it and it protects it and it digs into, it buries itself into your uterine lining and that's where your baby grows. So many hormonal birth control options, what they do is they keep your body from creating that rich, thick, cozy uterine lining. And so what that means is that your body will still release that egg. If you're having unprotected sex, that egg could still be met with your husband's sperm and it could be fertilized. It's just that the uterus and the lining of the uterus is not optimal to catch that embryo anymore. And so they refer to these hormonal birth controls as abortifacients. And that is because it's not like there was not a baby in the making there. People misunderstand the fact that many of those birth controls, they think that, oh, well, it just makes it so that I can't have a baby. And they don't know the information behind it. And the fact of the matter is, is that your egg and your husband's sperm could very well have been meeting and creating an embryo. It's just that this medication is keeping your body from being able to accept it. And so that sperm and that egg have met. That baby in the making is starting to or trying to grow and develop. And it's just going to be wasted then. You're going to bleed it out with your next cycle. And so those unnatural medications, they don't keep egg fertilization from happening. That's the point that I want to stress to you. They don't keep egg fertilization from happening. What they do is that they don't allow your uterus to accept that fertilized egg. And that knowledge and that information might be enough for women to say, oh my goodness, I don't want to do that. I am uncomfortable with that now that I understand that information. And I wanted to make sure that you're going out there and that you're making these wise choices. And Choices that align with how you believe. Because if you didn't know this, maybe you'd be like, oh my goodness, I didn't know that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to pursue that way. It's not like a condom where 
this, you know, this sperm is not even entering my body. So I'm not, I'm not allowing a fertilized egg to leave my body and like kicking it out. That's not what I'm doing. The whole fact of the matter is, is that this egg was never fertilized if I'm using a condom and that is keeping my body from obtaining a pregnancy. So I want to end with this and that is Psalm 16, because whenever I was praying about this episode, the Lord led me to this because I was like, God, so many women want to know your thoughts on this. And there's no scripture in the Bible because this wasn't a thing (laughs) when the Bible was written. So what's your heart on it? And God led me to Psalm 16. So I'm going to read a couple verses out of it, out of it. 16 verses one says, keep me safe. O God, for I have come to you for refuge. I said to the Lord, you are my master. Every good thing I have comes from you. The godly people in the land are my true heroes. I take pleasure in them, but troubles multiply for those who chase after other gods. I will not take place in their sacrifices or even speak the names of their God. You alone, Lord, are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard everything that is mine. The land you have given me is a pleasant land, Lord. What a wonderful inheritance. I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. My body rests in safety, for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in a grave. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forevermore. So God, I thank you for our audience. I thank you for our community. I thank you for every woman listening to this episode who wants to take charge of her fertility, who wants to come to you, who wants to understand how her body works. And Lord, show her the way of life that you have for her. Show her the door that you want her to go through, the options you want her to pursue. And ladies, if you want more information, if you want even more in-depth knowledge on this, Paris has read the book and uh, really wanted to share with you guys that you can look for the book, Taking Charge of Your Fertility. It is a great resource. It is out there. You can find it on Amazon, wherever you buy your books, and it will give you even more knowledge. It will show you even more step-by-step, but we wanted to shine the light on that. So if you want to be pursuing this, Now you have some information. You have a place to start. You guys can reach out to us if you have more questions. But thank you so much for tuning in. And if you have more questions, let us know. But God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. And thanks for tuning in. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for hanging with us today as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram. You can find our handle in the show notes alongside any resource links we mentioned in the show. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. We are so honored to walk this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.